a human the sustenance to be able to fight is just mm-hmm. so important and and uh, if if listeners out out there want to donate then please do so uh, they're different organizations international and US based and is there any kind of note that you'd like to mention any kind of um, final say any wishes for the future yeah I know we're, we're ending 2018 in starting the new year I, I hope people can be mindful of what's happening around them appreciate what they have here appreciate their family uh, Yemen is an issue that may not be solved immediately or in the next few months or a few years but it's nice that it is being talked about more and more so in the media, in the main media, mainstream media, local media. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it, from my perspective at least. I don't speak for all the Yemenis here or in Yemen. I speak for me, my family, and my close circle of um, acquaintances and friends. But it's it's not that hard to see the situation is deteriorating, and we need to step in as an international community, the U.S., um, and just anyone who has a compassion and empathy for a fellow human being who is under stress, not just in Yemen. I mean, it's all over. It's Syria. It's in um, in parts of the Middle East, in Africa. And, and and so I think this is just more of, I mean, the, the southern border of the United States having yeah. its own issues, too, with the migrants being uh, treated the way they are. So I think it's just the world needs to take a breath and figure out what our priorities are and re- reconvene as humans and figure out solutions to these issues. I think it's just unfortunate that it's always a new thing after another. We're never in a state of complete peace, and mm. I look forward to having even something remotely close to that. Well, I'm glad to have you here, and, um, you know, you are a local Port- Portlander, and you are our, our neighbor. You are the community. Thank you. And so it's not that it's this... Thing, you know, this war that's happening far away, this is affecting c- members of our community directly. So Absolutely. it's just, it, I'm so glad that you were able to come here so that we can give a local voice to what's happening that, you know, seems so far away, but it is impacting someone. And we are so honored and happy to have you here. I appreciate that. It's my honor to be here, and I appreciate the opportunity to share. Um, and I hope that you. You have other opportunity to have others come here and speak on on other issues too as well. So thank you for that for Definitely. your work. Thank you very very much, Mohammed. Um, and that's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you all very much for listening. My name is. Kabu Community Radio is a proud co-sponsor of the third annual David Bowie Memorial Bike Ride on his birthday, Tuesday, January 8th. Come ride your bike around Portland with Diablo as we celebrate the life and music of David Bowie at the mobile dance party and sing-along. Again, that's the third annual David Bowie Memorial Bike Ride at 8 p.m. on January 8th at the corner of Southwest Broadway and Main in downtown Portland near the Schnitzer. More information can be found on the KBU website under Community Events. KBU Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor Judge Torres, running January 10th to 19th at the Milagro Theater in Portland. Judge Torres is a modern-day fairy tale rooted in Salvadoran folklore. 
Xiomara Torres faces many obstacles in her turbulent journey crossing the border, maneuvering the U.S. foster care system, missing her family, aging out, and becoming the most recent Latinx judge in Multnomah County, Oregon. This is her story. Again, that's Judge Torres running January 10th through 19th weekly on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday at 2 p.m. at the Milagro Theater, 525 Southeast Stark Street in Portland. More information is available at kboo.fm on the right-hand side of the homepage under Community Events. You are tuning in to KBOO 90.7 FM. This KBOO program has been made possible in part by KBOO Foundation members and support from Portland Five Centers for the Arts, presenting The Chieftains, February 20th, 2019, at the Newmark Theater. More information online at portland.com.
I will you preach. <laughs> that was Janelle Monet, the one and only reincarnation. <laughs> Good evening. You are tuning into Bread and Roses, also known as Evergreen, in my opinion. Evergreen is ongoing, it's cyclical, it's never ending. And I want to make sure that that is known, that whatever we discuss on Bread and Roses is a cyclical, it is ongoing. But each evening we will do our best to come to a conclusion of what's next, what do we need to do, what actions should we be taking in order to end the fight. I'm your host, Rachel Hartley. It's nice to speak to all of you. I haven't had a radio show in a very long time, but I'm so excited. It feels like, it feels like home, honestly. And um, radio is where activism thrives. Radio is where the voiceless or those who feel they are voiceless get to have a voice. And tonight, I'm really excited to talk about one special woman that has been on the radar for so long in in a way that isn't positive. Um, Her name is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and uh, she's my hero. I love her a lot. I think she's awesome. Uh, If you don't know her, Ocasio-Cortez won the Democratic Party's uh, primary election in New York's 14th Congressional District covering parts of Bronx and Queens in New York City. And it was a huge upset because she defeated the incumbent Congressman uh, Joe Crowley, or Crowley, 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 whatever. I mean, (laughs) so um, does it matter at this point? I don't think it does. Um, But um, Alexandria has just been classified as a radical um, she's been labeled as an unwavering, ungrateful millennial. And I think that that's weird in a way. I mean, um, what does her age have anything to do with her work ethic and, and, and the type of uh, congresswoman that she is? I think that that, that has nothing to do with her. Um, But before running uh, for Congress, uh, Ocasio-Cortez was an educator and she was also a community organizer and she was working in the Bronx and um, she served as educational director of the Northeast Collegiate World Series and uh, also the National Hispanic Institute. And she's currently 29 years old, which is unbelievable. Her skin is absolutely amazing. And I think that that's probably one of the reasons why people are mad at her because she moisturizes. Um, (laughs) I think that um, a lot of people just want to get to know who she is in a way that is not progressive. Why do you need to know about her personal life? Why do you need to know what she did back when she was in college? Um, I think that, and also one of the reasons why I really wanted to talk about her is because um, on my lovely Twitter feed, um, I just I could not get away from videos 
and images of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez like dancing when she was in college and she's just dancing and she just has like a dance video or whatever but like this video just kept popping up and then out of nowhere there's just like a new video of her and she's like dancing and she's doing the same dance she did in the old video and I was like okay I see what happened so someone posted it someone found it I guess I don't know and then so I guess she went and uh, made a uh, reaction video to it Um, in my opinion I think that somebody was trying to dig some dirt on her and trying to um, make her seem in a way that systematically would be okay for a young woman to look like at that age apparently or er, ever apparently uh, according to um, supremacy Um, but I think that um, that was really gross to me I didn't like it at all Uh, and and it just goes to show that every every woman who is in the political limelight in some way has to be surveillanced and it just it makes me think of like a flashlight just on her face like the entire time or like a um a spotlight in a way that is just gross and then i just like imagine people just like staring at her and just waiting for her to just do something so they can call her a new name or say something that she's done wrong and a part of me feels like a part of me feels like it's just a way for her to you know get some sort of visibility I guess if she uses that to her advantage but at the end of the day though I believe that there is in no way and no right that she should be um just discussed in in this way and I I want to start the show off with that so shout out to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez I think that she's an amazing trailblazer and I think that she really has done her due diligence for the community and um my my favorite image right now is of her and her um she has like uh these uh silver hoops on and i really love it and i think that it was a statement and of course people are talking about it because you know if you don't have haters what are you doing up next is janelle monet with electric lady featuring the one and only solange knowles
the girls showing love while the boys be catching feelings. Once you see her face, her eyes you'll remember, and she'll have you falling harder than a Sunday in September. Whether in Savannah, Kansas, or in Atlanta, she'll walk in any room, have you raising up your antennas. She can fly you straight to the moon or to the ghettos, wearing tiny shoes or in flats or in stilettos. Illuminating all that she touches on the sparrow, a modern day Joan of Arc, a Mia Farrow. KBOO 90.7 FM. This is Bread and Roses, and I'm your host, Rachel Hartley. That was Janelle Monet's Electric Lady featuring Solange Knowles. And that's one of my favorite songs because whenever I feel down and whenever I feel like the system is hitting me in the neck, I need to listen to that song because it makes me stronger, and I love her. And she's a Grammy-nominated dirty computer. <laughs> And I hope she wins. And I hope that she goes on stage and says that um, it's for all of us. Everybody who's got melanin, including Beyonce. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. All right. So um, I have a special guest with me. And um, I have a really good friend. This is her first time here at KBOO 90.7. Welcome to the room. What's up? What's up, everybody? My name is Michelle. It's good to be here. Hey, what's up, Michelle? Thank you so much for tuning in and coming in and sharing the mic and everything. And 
We're talking about Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez. And um, if you are just now tuning in uh, and you don't know who she is, she just won um, the Democratic Party's primary election in New York's 14th congressional district and in the Bronx and the Queens. For all us Oregonians who don't know where that is at, it's in New York City. <laughs> and um, she um, she is like considered in the like Democratic Socialist Party of America, but you know, people say what they want to say about her. And if she's a socialist, I like her a lot. Um, that's really cool. And uh, she's also from the Bronx herself. And she and why we are surveillancing Alexandria. Ocasio-Cortez. So I guess I can ask you one question. How do you feel about women and uh, the fact that our hoops are a problem when it comes to, end quote, professional environments, I guess? Okay. Well, I would say that it's not a new phenomenon, policing what women wear, how we present ourselves, um, especially what's deemed to be professional. Um, a lot of it can be linked back to Afrocentrism and how black aesthetic and black bodies and that sort of aesthetic is highly policed. Um, there's certain European standards that would contradict that, and I would see that that would be, because it challenges the status quo, that would be why it would present itself as an issue. Oh my God, I totally agree. I totally agree. Sorry y'all if you're listening in, this mic is a little, it's a little wobbly, but you know what, we gonna work it out, it's okay. <laughs> and so I totally agree with you. I think that, I think that it's it's honestly, I think that it is a cut at her and her identity and who she is. It, 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 it diminishes, which which is so weird how it diminishes her educational, like, mm, integrity and status and things like that. I think that it's, it, it, it's almost laughable that we are even talking about this. Yes. The fact that she... Is she's literally I can go onto my social media right now and she'll be the first person that pops up she is so famous right now because of these hoops mm -hmm. and I'm like this is ridiculous and, and her dancing and, and things like that and, and and why are we not talking about the fact that she wants to take 70% of the tax money that's supposed to be going to the wall that's being built mm -hmm. and she's taking it and she's like we need to discuss reversal strategies of the damage that we have done to the planet yeah. why are we not talking about those sort of things and i'm like larger global issues, larger global issues. Yeah. issues that actually matter and i think that on her it's really it's it's brave of her but not, i don't even want to say brave because i don't even think that she would want that sort of um that sort of acknowledgement in some way like this is just who she is i think that um, she's willing to just go along and, 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 and take the punches of how as people go along and, and talk about her and, and diminish her and, and say all these terrible things about her because of the small actions that she's done as a regular human being. And she's still doing what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. She's still doing her job. <laughs> she's yeah. still doing her job and she's still she's still working to secure the promise that she had made to the citizens of New York City. Yeah. 
It almost seems like it's a distraction just to focus on an aesthetic like that, something right. that is so minute mm -hmm. when she is working diligently to bring attention and awareness to a large issue that I feel everybody should be concerned about, you know? Like, this is the state of our world, and we know how we don't live necessarily the, in most in the most sustainable way. Um, Oregon, we do a good job for the most part, but we have to look at the US and like the percentages of like pollution that we contribute to globally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I feel that some of that could be a distraction mm -hmm. because there are multi-million dollar companies mm -hmm. that are invested in themselves and that produce products that are contributing to a pollution, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I would say that the only way, and I, I guess this is just like sheer skepticism, but the only way that it would make sense of why they would focus sheerly on her earrings and her hoops mm -hmm. is as a distraction, in my yeah. opinion. I agree. I totally agree. I think it is a distraction. Yeah. So don't be distracted. Don't succumb to that. <laughs> Let's look at the full picture and then you decide, you know? Um what conclusion you're going to draw on that. But I feel that we need to break away from what is deemed as acceptable um, in professional or political settings. I think we need to stop policing that and allow people to show up as their full and whole selves. Um, everyone doesn't look the same way. People have different cultural influences behind how they present themselves. And I think that it's time for us to catch up as a nation and actually to embrace those differences and um, look at things outside of your lens, whatever that lens may be. Totally. You know? And speaking of... Take this breath. We can go all around the world, baby. 
even go to the stars if you lie. I know it's scary. Cause someone always get hurt when you cared. And I felt that way too. Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. Let it burn. Oh, what a what a song. What a song. If you are just now tuning in, this is Bread and Roses, and I'm your host, Rachel Hartley. Also known as Rachel Marie Hartley. Also known as Ray Ray. Also known as Ray, Ray Ray and them. Also known as Ray Chi, Rach. And oh and uh I said Rachel. Okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, little sis. And that's the only reason why I got all the nicknames is because I'm little sis. All right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to be on. Um, Also, uh, some uh, background information by myself. I I haven't had a show, a radio show in like two months. No, excuse me, two years. That's what I really meant to say. But um, it's really, um, it's fulfilling. And it's so nice to be able to finally be able to like, do my activism and it's really really nice and i think that there's no other way to let someone know their wrongs than to blast it on the radio it's the only way it's the only way and it is the only way that someone in the world can hear your voice authentically without any surveillance as we were talking about today with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez um and I want to say that this type of radio is rising and we need to rise with it enough said so um I want to (laughs) go ahead and uh, get back into the conversation um because um Bread and Roses is our uh, longest feminist show on uh, KBOO, and um, it's 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 only right to keep it going. Um, and I think that um, 
it's only right to honor those folks who have been on this mic to talk about their um, trials and tribulations within the movement. Um, yeah, so, um, and if you are just now tuning in, again, I just want to thank my wonderful friend, Michelle, for being here this evening and giving her take on our opinions on how society and media, mainstream media, because we are media as well, but um, there's a distinction because there's different regulations that we have and different protocol, and I mean protocol, that commercial radio has to follow, quote unquote, that they... Um, keep voices out right and so community radio is is to keep voices in and to keep voices flowing in and and perspectives and opinions and things like that but from um uh uh the voices of those who are oppressed by the media itself and so if that was too much to follow you can always research it, my friend, because um, <laughs> there's always a lot to communications. But um, the one thing that stays true is that folks who are oppressed by that medium will always have the opportunity to fight back if there is community radio. And that's the truth. At least that's my truth. Cap, lowercase t, not capital T. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I just want to give a shout out to my friends. Hi, I miss y'all in California. <laughs> y'all are so great. And thank you for supporting me um, from all the way across the West Coast. We are still in the fight and we are still fighting for our lives. And we are still putting forth the good foot for women. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, Michelle. Oh, my gosh. This has been so great. This has been awesome. Awesome. So um, for the last few minutes, um, because I I just I want to mix it up and see what else Bread and Roses can do. Um, So let's tune into some music here. You know, I love hip hop music. I love R&B music. Um, And I know that it's kind of it's it's almost unfair in a way um, when folks want to, you know, say that, you know, R&B and this and that and the other is just mainstream, 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 you know, at least like here at a station that is, you know, a very older station. And like we have like a huge music library where we have like tapes and, and from back in like the 70s and things like that. But like, I think that, you know, it's only fair and right to play what our R&B and our classics are for our generation. So um, one of the classics that I want to play of our generation well of my opinion would be cranes in the sky by solange knowles thank you for tuning into bread and roses turn up Change it with my hand. Oh, am I credit? 
tuning into kboo 90.7 fm bread and roses and i'm your host rachel hartley i just want to give a shout out to everyone that i did before all my california peoples i love you i love you friends and thank you for tuning in and shout out to all my friends in the good old state or colonized state of hawaii i love you i love you friends and um turn up and uh, I also just want to say um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez is my hero and I have mob ties because of people like her I have mob ties because of people like my um, selective family I have mob ties like Drake does and everyone who's tuning in if you are tuning in know that 
I got ties with you and I love you and I will do anything for you. Let's get it. Peaceful is a struggle for me Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me You know how I like it when you loving on me I don't wanna die 
for them to miss me Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me Hope I got some brothers that outlive me They gon' tell the story was different with me God's plan, God's plan I hold back, sometimes I won't, yeah. I feel good, sometimes I don't, hey, yeah. I finesse down Western Road, hey, yes Might go down to G-O-D, yeah, wait, yeah. I go hard on Southside G, yeah, wait yeah. I make sure that Northside heat And still Bad things, it's a lot of bad things That they wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing They wishing on me Things. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and 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 on me. Yeah. Hey, hey. She say, Do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. 50 dub, I even got it tatted on me. 81, they'll bring the crashes to the party. And you know me. Turn the O2 into the O3, dog. Without 40 Ollie, there be no me Imagine if I never met the broskis God's plan, God's plan I can't do this on my own, ayy, no, ayy Someone watching it close, yeah, close I've been me since Scarlet Road, ayy, road, ayy Might go down as G-O-D, yeah, wait I go hard on Southside G, ayy, wait I make sure that Northside E, yeah and still Bad things It's a lot of bad things That they wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing They wishing on me Yeah Yeah Bad things It's a lot of bad things That they wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing They wishing on me Yeah
called me weird. We was in math class, third row. I was sitting by you. Right before Mr. Ammon's class. Because my mama couldn't afford new J's polo, thrift stores, thrift clothes. That was all I knew. Do you remember? Uh. I remember when you laughed when I cut my perm off and you rated me a six. I was like, damn. But even back then, with the tears in my eyes, I always knew I was the... I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to let it go. Can't let this thing called up get away from you. Feel free right now, go do what you want to do. Can't let nobody take it
friendly neighborhood agitator. This is The Struggle on KBU Community Radio. I am lucky enough to be here today with two very, very special guests. You two are the first guests that I've had that have not been adults. So I'm very happy to have y'all be on the show, uh, specifically because uh, there is so much potential in activism of young people. Do not count out the kids. Y'all are more woke than anybody <laughs> on the whole. On Facts. the whole. Facts. So um, if um, you all can talk a little bit about um, the No SRO PDX movement, um, talk about um, why you started. And for the record, SRO, for everybody that's listening, is a school resource organization.